voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to another All Things Radio. I hope you're doing well tonight, this Thursday, what, August 29th. This would be a perfect world. You know, you guys get to listen to various commercials throughout the country. When we run those spots, we get the same five spots I've heard and heard and heard and heard over again. And I think I could repeat them backwards. Hey, Jeff. I hear you, Bill. Hey, good good evening, everybody. Jeff here with all the panel here, and we've got a busy podcast, a busy regular regular radio show, I should say, as well. And I can't believe it's uh, summer's winding down. I think we only about 20, maybe 20, what, 24 days of summer left, I think? Yeah, 25. I think it's actually ends a little late. It's the 23rd, I think, this year, but yeah. But uh, all I can tell you is it's been a very, very busy week for me. I found that my daughter is going to be needing braces, which we knew already. But boy, the braces, the cost of braces have certainly gone up these days. I mean, I, I had braces for my oldest daughter, Meredith, and they were about $5,000 for the whole schmear. This year, they're, for the next two years, i got to pay $7,200 over the over a next two-year period for the braces. So I guess it could be worse. Is there, are you, uh, you want a raise or something, Jeff? Yeah, you ah. can just all you do is push the button. You can raise the height of my chair. You know that that's how I look at it, Bill. Oh, Jeff, and we gotta, and, yeah. oh, go ahead, Bill. Go, no, I'm just going to say one other thing. Folks who listen on the phone, we couldn't figure out why things weren't working. They've changed that phone number, so it's area code what six four one six three one four six one eight. That number again is. Area code 641, you put a 1 in front of that, of course, 631-4618. And if you need that service, you can listen via phone. If you got problems with that, send me an email to bill at billsparks.org. Saratech was working last week. They've stopped working again. I've been getting some concerns about that. So, and right after the show, actually, for those who didn't know it, we got the Victor Stream back online for the Legend about uh, what forty-five minutes, half an hour after the show uh, last week. That so, worked out, so, so that's taken care of. I think I think we're so good. Everybody's all everybody's online everybody, now. Everybody's all hooked uh, up. This, yeah, everything is yeah, good. I was listening when Utoons went away on the Sports Lounge a couple of weeks back, and then I did not hear it come back. But uh, it is back know, now, I Gary. Saw, yes, I know. I saw it. Oh, shortly after it came back, I saw the email about it. And before we do the radio news and everything, just wanted to let you know what's happening this week in all things Radio Live. First of all, we'll do the radio news from a national perspective. Then we'll, of course, follow up with Jennifer Sparks' call and format changes. We do have some calls and feedback to get to as well. And then we're going to do something a little bit different for our featured station and, and classic air check. Well, because they're really both the same station. Well, not the same station. They're the same frequency, but the station with under different owners and 
the same station with two sets of callers. We're going to hear the station and how it sounds today, and we're going to hear the station and how it sounded back in 1994. And, of course, we're going to take a look at Crosley. If, um, when was the last time you had a Crosley radio? I never had one, but I know people who who did. And uh, and so we're going to hear about the history of the Crosley and WLW and that 500,000-watt signal that they used to have. I don't remember them having 500,000 watts as long before I was born. However, oh, yeah. I, I know uh, I had a teacher who, when I went to the school for the blind who remembers it, so but we'll talk a little bit about that. So I guess that's uh, one, what One question real quickly. I had a feedback from a listener of ours, Bernie, from New York, from New York's wine country, and he asked us if we knew the number to Universal Radio. He was really interested in Doug's radio. He liked the review. I don't have the phone number Hey, but you can look it up on the web. You can also call uh, 800 Directory Assistance. I don't have the phone number at the top of they my don't head. Have an they don't have an 800 number. Okay, well, I don't okay. have the phone number. Well, in the break, I will go yeah, well, you know, get Sean, the, we're not Directory Assistance here. But I will go get it. No, I know. I know. I will go get the phone number for them. It's kind of like the gal the other week goes. I said, here, you can go here. No, you do it for me. So I think that's what we... Well, we've come down here, too. So we'll get the yeah, phone I'm number. I'm just relaying the message. No problem. We can get it. Anything else, Jeff, before we... No, I think we get the show on the road. We get the show on the road. Jeff's award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. There's a little less fog in San Francisco, California. Fox Sports The Gambler premieres in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A man-up radio station is coming to Orlando, Florida. We'll provide you with some cord-cutting news, and we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was Janet on a busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Cumulus once again makes news. Say so long to KFOG-FM in San Francisco, California. The station has been broadcasting a hybrid classic rock with alternative rock music thrown in, but that's all coming to an end as of September 5th. The station is going to be simulcasting the programming of radio station KNBR AM in San Francisco, California, which is an all-sports formatted radio station. Why is Cumulus doing this? Because they want their sports format to be more competitive against Entercom-owned and operated radio station KGMZ-FM. In other news, the sports radio landscape is getting larger in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as iHeartMedia is making changes to the radio landscape. Say goodbye to Breakthrough Radio. That was the cooperative radio venture between iHeartMedia and Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's all gone on WDAS-AM, replaced with Fox Sports The Gambler. For the most part, the radio station will be primarily running Fox Sports programming. However, there'll be a sports gambling-related show airing Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. hosted by Sean Brace. How well will this radio station compete against the other sports radio stations in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? WPEN-FM, WIPFM, and the sports that's heard on 610 owned and operated by Beasley Media. Only time will tell, and we'll let you know what happens with this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Folks living in Orlando, Florida will be noticing changes to the radio live landscape as JVC Media will be launching a new radio station on 660 AM in Orlando, Florida. The station is WDYZ AM, which was sold to JVC Media by Salem Media. The station is going to be broadcasting a hot talk format aimed at the male audience. Mornings will be held down by Bubba the Love Sponge. Middays will be held down by Scott Ledger, longtime Tampa radio personality. Afternoons will be held down by Shannon Burke, and evenings will be held down by attorney Justin Clark. It'll be interesting to see how this radio station competes with the other hot talk radio station in the market, WTK 
Sirius FM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks living in Phoenix, Arizona will have to find another place to hear Tina Cuccino. Tina Cuccino had been airing on radio station KKFR-FM, owned and operated by Riviera Broadcasting. Well, that's now all come to an end, and the Riviera Broadcasting-owned and operated radio station is looking for a new morning host to fill that vacancy. Congratulations go out to Rick Thomas, who's the new operations manager for the Denver Radio Cluster, owned and operated by Max Media. The stations involved are KFCO-FM and KJHM-FM. Rick Thomas comes to this radio cluster after working for Cox Media in Tampa, Florida. Congratulations go out to John Manley, who's the new assistant program director, music director, and evening host at radio station WKQX-FM in Chicago, Illinois. The station is owned and operated by Cumulus Media. Congratulations also go out to Doug Sluggar-Roberts, who's the new midday personality and assistant program director for radio station KLOS-FM in Los Angeles, California. The station is owned and operated by Morello Media, and Doug Roberts comes to this radio station after working for many years at radio station KROQ-FM, owned and operated by Entercom. Finally, the zone returns to FM in Austin, Texas, via a translator on 103.1. The radio station is KVET-AM, which transmits on a frequency of 1300. The station's translator had been broadcasting a Spanish format. Now it's time for some cord-cutting news. If you have Dish Network and Sling TV, you're in luck. The big fight between Dish Network and Sling TV and Disney is, of course, over money. Disney was warning subscribers of these services that they could lose National Geographic and Fox. However, that's not going to happen, at least right now, because negotiations between Disney and this company are continuing, and we'll let you know what happens in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Folks who love Pluto TV will be noticing some new channels, included our MTV and its various channels, as well as Challenge TV and Dog TV. Spectrum is launching a new streaming service called Spectrum Essentials. For $14.95 a month plus tax, you'll get 60 channels. That doesn't include broadcast channels and news channels. Amazon is also helping cord cutters by launching a free streaming service sponsored by Amazon Ads. The streaming service is available for your Android device or your iOS device, and it's called IMDB. How would you like to try Apple Music for four months for free? Yes, you can, but you have to sign up by going to the website Living Social. Finally, if you have a Roku device and are looking for tech support, it may be very hard to find. However, we have the phone number for Roku tech support, and it's absolutely free. The phone number is 816-272-8106. According to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Geico Insurance, followed by Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, indeed the employment recruiting firm, Home Depot, and Progressive Insurance. Finally, I'd like to play a radio commercial from my past. The commercial is for Palisades Amusement Park, which aired prominently through the 1960s. The Palisades Amusement Park jingle was written by Gladys Shelley and sung by Steve Clayton. Here's how it sounded, and maybe it will bring back some memories for you. Palisades has the rides, Palisades has the fun. Come on over. Shows and dancing are free, so's the parking, so gee. Come on over. Palisades from coast to coast, where a dime buys the most. Palisades amusement park swings all day and after dark. Ride the coaster, get cool in the waves, in the pool you'll have fun. So have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. We like to hear from you, our listeners. Your feedback is welcome when you call toll-free 800-693-0595. 
That's 800-693-0595. Select Option 2 for the podcast team. Hi, it's Connie. I found a station quite by accident. It's K-O-L-Y in Mulbridge, South Dakota. They say the light is always on, and it's light music. Hi there, everybody. Eric from Los Angeles. Say goodbye to a legendary radio station in San Francisco, California, as KFOG has decided to fold its tent in the uh, alternative-slash-classic rock hybrid, and they are going another direction and going all sports and simulcasting KNBR. KNBR's programming at 680 and moving it to 104.5 FM, which means there will be two radio stations on the FM band in all sports, that being KFOG and KGMZ, the game at 95.7. I'd like to know your thoughts, everybody. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Well, Jeff, we had a lot of news. We get a little background there, I see, but we've got a lot of news this week, and we even got more with WMVP. Yeah, I was going to say about uh, uh, what, yeah. what's happening, and this is, a, well, it really is a win-win situation for both ESPN and the people who own, uh, the new people who are going to be running it. WMVP is owned and operated by Disney ESPN, and they're going to be uh, changing things a bit by having uh, good karma local well we have a mar- local market agreement with that radio station so good karma that's owned by greg Carmison will run the radio station however good karma isn't going to own the station but they'll be running the radio station for espn that espn will still be the affiliate in chicago and this is a win-win situation for both uh, companies yes it is and it looks like jeff well, we even got to go ahead yeah i believe we got i believe we have uh uh, Lionel. A race hand from Lionel. Lionel. So hold on. Go ahead, Lionel. Yeah, I think it's a shame that they're going to do that with Kate Bog. I mean, I hope that, Can you uh, speak a little bit closer to your phone, please? So you're a little, it's hard to hear. Try yeah. it again. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's a shame that they're going to kill off Kate Bog. I mean, 37 years, 1982 up until this point. But, um, you know, I, I wish them well. I mean, uh, the game just signed a multi year contract with the Warriors, so. Hopefully, Giants fans will love to listen to their losing well, team. Oh, did I just say that? Again, yeah. in 2020 yeah. on FM. Well, one so, of the yeah. reasons, you've got to understand that one of the reasons they're doing this is because Cumulus is a company that was in bankruptcy and they're trying to make money. And this yeah, way. They, got, they had to do and, it, really. Yeah, really. But what happens. The game could be. And what happens, Lionel, is now they don't have to sit there and pay a second staff to run KFOG. They got, they got two stations that are going to be doing sports KNBR and KFOG FM. And they don't, they don't have to hire a separate staff for that FM station. I mean, it's a money issue. Really, it, yeah. it, it is a oh, money issue. Was KFOG that low in the ratings? Was that the lowest, uh, or, or was it a signal issue where it was a very good signal and they wanted to bring it on for that reason? Well, they didn't they do well. They weren't doing well in the ratings. And the other reason is because if they can put KFOG FM and make it sports using KNBR, that can that will be make KNBR more competitive. So now KNBR right. has an AM and presence for, and an FM presence. And that's presence. for KCBS. KCBS is doing the same thing with the news. So, you know, now you've and, got all your stuff over on FM. Yeah. And WFAN in New York City is doing the same thing on 101.9 oh, yeah. with, with the yeah. FM. Oh, sure. And Philadelphia, you just oh. mentioned the two on, on FM. In, in Philadelphia, we've got Sports Hub and EEI here. So, yep. Well, and, uh, and, like, and unfortunately... Cumulus, and we've had this in other big, the big companies do not know how to program that AAA format, which 
back in the day, K-Fog was a strong AAA format, just like we, we've talked about here with KGSR. You know, KGSR, was, when MS took over, it slowly died off. Kind of the same thing with, with Cumulus. You know, they do not know because that AAA format, you have to relate to the community, and that costs money, and Cumulus wasn't willing to put that money in because, like you said, they had the bankruptcy. Well, in the case of KGSR here locally, there were uh, two other people doing it, so they were kind of uh, it was kind of a crowded AAA market, so they you know went away. The question yeah. I have is, what are they going to do with uh, 1050? I mean, they got. Uh, well, they, I, I have a feeling that station's going to get sold at some point. Oh wow, that's coffee, right? <laughs> they used to be coffee, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. That's coffee. They uh, they're probably going to sell that station. Jerry, hold on a second. I know that you had your hand raised for a while here, so we're going to unmute you here. Go ahead, Jerry. What did you want to say? Well, I want to comment on item number one about WTAS, uh, AM becoming a sports station. Now, unless they have a translator or something, it's not going to do very well because there are portions of the city that don't even get it, even in the daytime. If you go too far uh, up to what they call the greater northeast, which is near the Bucks County line, you get the station at... Uh, well, they have to protect WBCB in Levittown, PA, which is at 1490. So you get, um, uh, you, you get if you get anything at 1480, you get the station in New York City uh, all the time if you, uh, you know, go too far. So uh, uh, that wasn't the brightest move they could have made. Well, no, because think. they do have an FM translator on for WF for WDAS. They oh, do okay, have, that's they do good. Have a translator. That's good. All right, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate that. Hey, Jeff, can I uh, give a phone number here for sure, ahead, Universal Bill. Radio? It's one six one four. Wait a minute here, eight six six four two six seven. That's six one four eight six six four two six seven. Now it's showing me here on the web in several places a toll free number of eight hundred four three one. 3939 specifically for orders. That's 800 431 3939. So, uh, well, thank you very much, and I'm sure Bernie appreciates those numbers. <laughs> right. So, in my well, other listen. life, I was a 411 operator, maybe. I don't know. But there uh, you go. You're hired. I'm hired. Right. You're yeah. hired to work. 411 for us all. Yeah, well, you're giving out phone numbers left and right tonight. That's right. I've been just doing phone numbers. Um, I, I think you're going to see a lot more of this stuff with FM and AM, especially as the translators become more and more popular. I think you're going to see... Well, I think you're going to see AM disappear at some point, but we, we've said this over and over again. Well, Go ahead, Sean. And the whole WWP thing, that's already going on kind of similar to what they're doing in Dallas. ESPN owns the station, but Cumulus is running it, and they're tying it in with tickets. So it's kind of, and if they really want to remember, I don't know what the ESPN Deportes station is in Chicago. They could be putting all the ESPN, the regular ESPN, on that for, on that frequency, and then having WMVP doing local stuff. And then but didn't we have test. didn't we have a story that Deportes was kind of going away in most places? Yeah, uh, it's going to be going away, and and so at least in New York they're going to probably run ESPN, you know, the regular network on the 1050. 
Yeah. Yeah. Local programming on 98.7. And again, in New York City, the FM is owned and operated on 98.7 by Amos, but uh, ESPN is running it under a local market agreement that's a multi-year contract for them. So this is not unusual. And, and also, just to let you know, the next star uh, AT&T direct TV deal is over, so you got your next star stations back in about an hour ago. Oh my! Oh, I didn't know that because we breaking we, news. We okay. have an X Star station. Well, I'm getting NBC time. now. I wasn't. I wasn't getting it three hours ago. I am getting it now. By right. the way, they're, they're going to get rid of that Direct TV name at some point, and it's going to be called. They're going to merge Direct TV now, Direct TV, and it's going to be called AT and T TV. AT and T TV, yes. So uh, and the AT and T is eventually going to get out of the satellite distribution business and sell that off. They, the rumors have it that they're going to be selling that off to Dish Network. So I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but that's what the rumors are talking about uh, all the last few months. Bill, no, did you want to say something? Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say they'll probably change the name on it again. or I don't think they'll be able to get that deal through to sell that satellite service to Dish because then there wouldn't be any competition. That's but probably I, true. Then again, then again, I know absolutely zero. And well, Sean, yeah, but Sirius XM did it. I, you know, and again, it's a bigger market TV for radio, but Sirius XM, we thought that couldn't go through because of the same reason. And, so. and the two companies, Dish Network and DirecTV, tried to merge several years ago. They shot it down. However, there's a lot more variety now. Uh, it's not just cable, satellite. You like to you have the AT&T TV, you have Fios, you have other things where when they shot yeah. it down, Dish and Direct were the only two except your cable company. And that was the argument they used to for Sirius and XM that satellite radio as a medium wouldn't survive if they didn't do that. So that's what they, they right. that's how, that's the what, argument they used. What also, in, as we talk about cord cutting a little bit, because I know we, we can talk a little bit here, is I didn't realize that there were so many MTV channels. We've got MTV, MTV2, MTV Classic, MTV Live, and there's one more, I just can't remember the name of it, I, and I didn't realize that, that, that so many of them, or so many variants of that existed. So but if you like MTV the way it was, or, well, it, it'll never be the way it was because it doesn't have the video disc jockeys or the VJs. MTV Live is what you want to listen to. Um, yes. And be sure I'm, to keep that News On app this weekend in case you like tracking breaking news and if there's any developments in the hurricane situation. Oh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, right. so remember the now, News On app. Um, and for those who have news on, use it on your iPhone or your Apple or your Apple device. It's not as user friendly for the Android. It's not user friendly for Roku, and it's not as user friendly on the Fire TV. It's much better using it on your app on your iPhone using the iOS. And if the system. hurricane becomes uh, you know significant, SiriusXM will probably put the Weather Channel on uh, there too. So they usually will find it on SiriusXM yes. as well. So will uh, DirecTV. It puts one yeah, of the local right, so just, you know, keep an eye peeled out as to what what's going on over the weekend, and who other knows what other breaking news uh, will go on. We were sitting here in Indianapolis watching a boring exhibition game three, where none of the starters, anybody was playing, and then we got the announcement about Andrew Luck, and the fan has not quite been the same since. They're preempting programming and all that kind of stuff, so. You know, we, we I've never seen that impact radio on a local level in quite a yeah. long time. So, you know, it 
Well, I can imagine, you know, if Tom Brady retired like that or something. You know, your franchise quarterback, I mean, this isn't a sports show, but just quickly, your franchise quarterback is arguably the most important sports figure in your town, whoever it is, even if he's not that good. Uh, he's right. the uh, bellwether of the team, the, the, the lightning rod, I should say, of your team. And so whenever that changes and you have a guy like an Andrew Luck with all the potential he had and, and the shock of it, you know, it, it, that is what's going to dominate no matter what else is going and on. And, and, and he wasn't team. that old. He was only 29 years no, old. 29 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, Chris. I know we're not. We don't really talk sports that much, but uh, I believe the Giants and the Patriots are playing tonight. If I'm not mistaken, they are. They and are. If there's anybody in the game that either of us have heard of, uh, I'll give you you know five bucks because yeah. they they protect everybody. It's you know you have a 53 man roster. The guys will be playing will be 54 through 90 if at all possible. They want to save everybody that's going to be at, around and going to be more vanilla than usual because the Giants and Patriots will play a real game on one of the Thursday night games. I think it's October uh, 10th or something. So and yet I was that's coming that, up. That the Giants haven't lost any preseason games this year. However, that means nothing. It's not the regular season. No. What? That's correct. And just, and just remember, of course, if you want more of this great sports talk and even more, we are at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific every Sunday on here on the Worldwide Legend. And you can also download it the same way you download these podcasts. Worldwide Great Worldwide Space Legend and so it's Sports Times Live or All Things Radio. Or hey, we, are, we are basically shameless. Yes, right. and, and before I yes. get to that, and I just heard Bernie out there. Hey, uh, Bernie, have you ever yeah. seen it affect Indianapolis radio like that? I mean, seriously, that is changed. I mean, the fan, if, you know what I'm talking about? No, no, what are you what are you referring to? Are you talking uh, about the Andrew Luck situation? Or? Has that not oh, the changed? The ninety-seven-five thing? Yeah, the ninety. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I, I just can't. I, I just cannot believe that that's happened the way it has. I, uh, I'm totally confused by it. I mean, EMF owns it, right? But yet, iHeart is programming. Right, that's true. But I'm talking about Andrew Luck retiring and the way ninety-three-five and one hundred seven-five is just altered. I mean. They're not even, they're well, doing all local. I mean. I listened to them on Sunday. They went all live they, they and carried, local. I mean, they, they, they had their regular weekday show. No, no, no. It changed over the week. So, it they, is. They, they were they were going on about it for quite a while on Sunday. Yeah, and, but then even yeah. over the, during the week, instead of going to, what's the guy's name out of uh, Miami? You know, they do the 10 to 12 in the morning. Oh, oh wow. Well, Dan Levitari. Right. Yeah. They're, they're staying local, and it's local right. from 7 a.m. Well, that's the thing. The same kind of thing, of uh, you know, and obviously a whole different marathon bombing. Nothing, you know, nothing, a lot of right. preempted, you know, when you have a real local. Because that's the time that radio can actually shine when something local, and you'll see that across exactly. Florida this weekend, you know? Yeah. So the rumor is Bernie's going to be having that 10 noon local Spot on 1070 the fan. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Especially Pacer. Yeah, you'll go I for it. Bernie the sports guy. Hey, Bernie can do sports, but I'll make some shit up. I'm sure. <laughs> go for it. There you go. There and, you go. and Bernie can do it. Hey, what do you think? We, what do you what do you think we do half the time? You know, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, our listeners know it too. Hey, I guess we better do a little call there. And for speaking of making Jenny's stuff up, Je- yeah, Je- Jennifer waiting in the wings. She's made it up for seven minutes. So here you go. Hope you All like right. this made up <laughs> segment. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 29th. KMZQ 670, Las Vegas, Nevada, changes slogan from the right talk to the right talk for Vegas. KPAY FM 93.9, Chico, California, changes format from rock to news talk and changes slogan from 93.9, the hippo, to KPAY News Talk 93.9, KVPW 106.3, Kingsburg, California, changes format from Contemporary Christian to Regional Mexican and changes slogan from Air One to Radio Campesina. WDAS 1480, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, changes format from Adult Contemporary to Sports and ends network provider Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from Breakthrough Radio to The Gambler. WGAN 560 Portland, Maine changes slogan from News Radio 560 to News Radio 560 98.5. KESJ 1550 St. Joseph, Missouri changes format from sports to classic rock and changes slogan from ESPN 1550 to Jotown 107.5. KUFW FM 90.5 Woodlake, California changes calls to KLXY FM. KOVE 1330 Lander, Wyoming changes slogan from 1330 country to hot country and old time favorites. 1330 AM and 107.7 FM. KZFX 93.7 Ridgecrest, California changes slogan from Z93.7 to real classic rock. KZSE 91.7 Rochester, Minnesota changes format from classical to news talk. WBZB 1130 Murray, Kentucky changes slogan from the Busy Bee to the Busy Bee 104.5. WHOP FM 98.7 Hopkinsville, Kentucky changes slogan from Light 98.7 to Light Rock 98.7. WSB 750 Atlanta, Georgia changes slogan from News Talk Radio to 95.5 WSB. WSBB FM 95.5 Doraville, Georgia changes slogan from News Talk Radio to 95.5 WSB. KRPW FM 94.5 Coarse Gold, California changes calls to KAWJ FM. KBBC 99.7 Tishomingo, Oklahoma changes format from Adult Contemporary to CHR. WBML 11 50 Warner Robins, Georgia changes format from urban gospel to classic hits and changes slogan from Middle Georgia's new inspiration station to Georgia's greatest hits. WCEM 1240 Cambridge, Maryland changes format from adult standards to sports and changes network provider from music of your life to CBS Sports. WNN C 1230 Newton, North Carolina changes slogan from total 
Radio to Total Radio 101.3 FM, 12.30 AM. WPTL 920, Canton, North Carolina. Changes slogan from real country to your country. WCAM 1590, Camden, South Carolina. Changes slogan from Carolina's country classics to Carolina country classics 1590 am 98.7 fm wdek 1170 lexington south carolina changes format from oldies to r&b oldies and changes slogan from the deck 1170 am to jamming hits 97.9 and 1170 worl am 660 altamont springs florida changes calls to WDYZ AM. WTID FM 102.9 Marion, Alabama changes calls to WFMA FM. WDYZ AM 950 Orlando, Florida changes calls to WORL AM. WRSR 103.9 Owasso, Michigan changes slogan from the Fox to 103.9 The Fox. KHVL 1490 Huntsville, Texas changes slogan from 104.9 The Hits to The Hits 104.994.1 KMA 960 Shenandoah, Iowa changes slogan from Regional Radio to KMA Land 960 AM and 99.1 FM. KMA FM 99.1 Clarinda, Iowa changes slogan from regional radio to KMA Land 960 AM and 99.1 FM. KMMT 106.5 Mammoth Lakes, California changes slogan from number one in new music to KMMT New Music KRHV 93.3 Big Pine, California Changes slogan from Classic Rock 93.3 To the Rock of the Sierra 93.3 KTRB 860 San Francisco, California Changes format from Talk to News Talk KYBI 100.1 Lufkin, Texas Changes slogan from Y100 to Your Country Choice KYBI WAIT 850 Crystal Lake, Illinois Changes format from Spanish Religious to Variety WUPK 94.1 Marquette, Michigan Changes format from Classic Rock to Rock WWGP 1050 Sanford, North Carolina Changes slogan from America's Best Country to Today's Best Country The following stations have signed off the air KFJE 93.7 Wickenburg, Arizona KMPS 910 Hesperia, California KOJP 95.3 Presidio, Texas WGYM 1580 Hamilton, New Jersey And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week Thank you very much Jennifer um, 
that was a lot of call letters to make up in seven minutes. But. Yeah, certainly were. <laughs> but I was yeah. going to say, I wonder how well that man talk station is going to do. It's oh, a hot talk. Did you, bring your, did you put your bike away? I don't. I wonder how long that's how well that's going to be doing. I, I really. I, would I don't think know. Not that well because of 104 uh, WTKS. Uh, it's been around there for a oh, few that's well years. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, probably well, been there, what, 20 years, I guess? I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, I, think it'll do, I think it'll be better than that Salem uh, talk they were or whatever it was. I, I would say so. I mean, we've seen these formats come and go, but WTKS has been talked for quite a while. But maybe if they could just make a few, a slight inroad into that air, into that market, that they're going to have Bubba the Love Sponge and the Shannon Burke and uh, what's the other, and the Midday Personality. Uh, so I mean, they may, they may do a little bit, but who knows? And Shannon Burke thing thing is, be here and off. Thing that Oh, we got a dog, too. Does anybody know if they have a substantial signal in Atlanta? Is the dog muted? I don't know. 95.5, so 95.5, of course, is another example. We were talking about before about the station in simulcast, and, I mean, they've been doing it for years, but they're officially calling themselves 95.5 WS
not, I mean, they, their idea of a new format change is is if if they go to the format Jack FM, it'll be a big deal in Albany, New York, and and yet it's been around for years and years and years. But all the people in the capital district will think it's something, it's something just great, you know, it just just started. So that's part of the problem with Albany. It's very behind the times, and it's also very conservative. Uh, so. Uh, when you hear a format change in Albany, that's a big deal because stations don't change their formats very often in Albany, New York. No, they don't. Okay. We've got a couple raised hands, but please, yes. guys, this is a podcast. We, we Jerry, what did cut, you want to say? Cut the background noise. Okay. Um, before the, uh, the show ends, could you give the number again for that audio now? Listen line for yeah. the list. And secondly... I've got, I, I've got it too, Jerry. If you want to, I can put it in your box. Yeah, we'll get a it. Okay. Secondly, uh, the irony of the thing is, you know, Jennifer mentioned this WCAM in Camden, North Carolina, I believe. Uh, It used to be WCAM in Camden, New Jersey when I was coming up. It was a 1310 on the AM dial at that time. It's funny how these call, like I was talking about ORL, funny how these call letters move around. They they come back around. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. You're welcome. Anybody else got one? No, I don't think so. That's it. Okay. All right. All right, Jeff, let's listen to your format change that you're so very proud of. Um, Albany's only 75 years behind the time, so Jeff will. <laughs> People from Albany aren't going to like that, but they, oh. that's, that's the no, truth. I'm just, I'm just messing with you just a little bit. This week, we're traveling to my hometown of Albany, New York, and we're going to listen to a radio station that really has made a change. For many, many years, WQBK-FM was an album-oriented rock radio station. As a matter of fact, it started the top of rock life back in the early 1970s. However, that has all changed, and today the station has changed its call letters and is no longer an album rock radio station. They're a soft adult contemporary formatted radio station known as 103.9 The Breeze. Right now, this radio station is in the midst of playing 10,000 songs commercial-free. So now let's take a listen to how 103.9 The Breeze sounds on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. All the songs you love. While you work on one radio station, 103.9, The Breeze. It's 10,000 songs, commercial free, on 103.9, The Breeze. More relaxing favorites for you. 10,000 commercial free on 103.9 The Breeze. Rensler, the capital region's number one for relaxing favorites at work. This is the new 103.9 The Breeze.
Charlotte Capital Region's new home for easy, relaxing favorites. 103.9 The Breeze. Capital Region's new home for easy, relaxing favorites. 10,000, commercial free. 103.9, The Breeze. songs you love while you work on one radio station 103.9 the breeze Thousand relaxing favorites, commercial free, 103.9, The Breeze. We'll do it all. More relaxing favorites for you on 103.9, The Breeze. Relaxing favorites, commercial free on 103.9. The breeze. Easy come, easy go. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you never give. No, 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 no. 10,000 relaxing favorites, commercial free on 103.9. The breeze. Relaxing favorites for you on the new 103.9, The Breeze. All the songs you love while you work on one radio station. One hundred three point nine, the breeze. Sometimes it's hard. Don't lose it's ten thousand songs, commercial free on one hundred three point nine, the breeze. More relaxing favorites for you. 10,000 commercial free on 103.9 The Breeze.
The new 103.9, The Breeze. WPBZ Rensler, the capital region's number one for relaxing favorites at work. This is the new 103.9, The Breeze. 103.9, The Breeze. new home for easy relaxing favorites 10,000 commercial free 103.9 the breeze be 103.9 the breeze All the songs you love while you work on one radio station. 103.9 The Breeze. Well, there you go. 1039 The Breeze, WPBZ FM in Albany, New York. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail? The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can certainly call that feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And, of course, hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. There we go. Well, I, and the reason I chose this radio station is because they really are, could potentially do well in Albany because there's no other station doing this kind of format. Everyone is much harder with their uh, more up adult contemporary music. And the only other station is, is WROWAM on 590, and they're more oldies. But, you know, this station is is going to be getting the people, the female audience. They'll get people who listen at work. And they're more closely defined to what the easy listening format used to be without the instrumentals. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that yeah. was good. A good selection of soft rock from the last, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, whatever. Is what we need in Indianapolis, I think. Well, we got that B one hundred five, but we don't really have it. I mean, we have WJIB non commercial on the AM, but of course they don't stream. And but uh, you know, and the FM since Magic up tempo, there really isn't that we don't have it either. So uh, that would they, somebody could do well with that here, I would think. I I thought the music was okay, but I thought the presentation was boring. Yeah, I would, I would, I would I mean, agree I, with you. But and, and do you think that they're going to put, put live announcers on that station, Bernie? I even, tend to even think even if they don't, even if they don't, they could do a lot better with their voice guy. Now, that voice guy was sounded terrible. I agree with you. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's just I mean, that's what you hear all day. And, and and you know what what they what stations don't do because they don't want to pay the extra money for 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 getting national voice talent is in the old days when I worked at Easy Listing. And they had voices. They they had they would use a voice for, let's see, when it was at WCTO in Long, in Smithtown, Long Island, they had three or four voices, and each voice would be on the air for six hours. So that would that exactly, and yeah. and so that would vary and do a little more variety. Today you don't see and that. Hopefully they'll do that. You know, maybe they will. 
And and, and so you who know own, who owns them? Which company? they're owned by Town Square Media now. But 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 they when I came to Albany, FM was pitiful. There was one top forty station which was owned by the Rust. It was people who owned WPTR. They everything was on reels of tape and it was like semi automated. It was terrible. WQBK when it was on the air when I came to Albany in nineteen eighty, they were a very well established album rock station where the announcers had a lot of control of what they played and it really sounded pretty good. Um, radio has gotten so homogenized that it doesn't matter what you put on a the frequency these days. It's all going to be consulted and it's going to be, the music's going to be infected, inspected, uh, selected and, and ejected. And rejected. Yeah. <laughs> and rejected, and reject. essentially. Yeah. So the station it becomes, and, and, and I, when I listen to that radio station burning, I think of the time when my father had uh, the turntable and, and what, we, what he would do is he would stack up the albums and then he'd play one side of the album. Was, oh, you know, yeah. And boom, yeah. it would pop down to the next album because he was ruining his records yeah. that way. But, I mean, it's just a big a big jukebox. Uh, I mean, they had, they had good variety, good music. Uh, I just think that they've really got to change that presentation if they're going to... Because right now they're almost like a parody of what a station I, like that should be. I would agree. However, I think when you hear the next presentation, I think you're going to... And I want to know what you... Th- I'm going to really get your input on this, Bernie, because uh, when I worked in radio, we did, a, we did a little of everything. I mean, the bottom line is if you worked at a radio station and you, and you worked at the radio station, you had more than one shore. And I think you'll find that with this radio station, when you hear the next feature, I think you'll enjoy it. We have some raised hands from uh, Joe and in, uh, in Albuquerque. Yeah, this is... This is Joe here. Yeah, the breeze. Hey, that's a cool format. I was sitting here with the breeze at the fresh air on a hot day. And actually now it has become one of my favorite formats. I think almost the the way it has arrived years ago it used to be beautiful music with all instrumental and year when i lived in minneapolis minnesota and tim knows this too there were two competing beautiful music stations w-a-y-l and k-e-e-y and one would do the the song titles and the other wasn't and well what a hey what a beautiful ratings war <laughs> well uh, the, the other thing joe uh, the breeze was never normally known for this kind of music when i heard the breeze uh, the, the first time I ever heard that moniker used, it was for a smooth jazz format or for a jazz format. Oh so, yeah! Oh so, yeah! So uh, in reality, that's that's really what's uh, what what I see, and and that's what I would say. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks Joe. Uh, so good, uh, got, we, have, uh, we have Mike in Miami. You had your yeah, hand go raised. Ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, good. Okay. Personally, I think. They could have played, besides those songs, the same songs that you hear all the time. There's so many other songs they could have played, like Carpenters, maybe a little bit of The Fifth Dimension, or stuff like um, maybe some soft hermits, hermits. Well, they may have. We only heard, you know, like uh, 30 songs. I mean, you don't know what yeah, they Yeah, but I don't played. think they're going to go back that far. I think that's uh, part of the, the motivation. It, it depends. But again, like he said, there's WROW on AM, and they may figure they've kind of got that covered, too. So yeah, you also have to understand that they use a focus group, and they, they, it, it's not, it's not going to go back that far because they can't sell it. They, they, advertisers want to buy younger audiences. Even though maybe the, audi- the older people will buy more things, they want to buy, the younger people will buy more impulsively, and they want to sell to the younger audience. That's why yeah. you're not going to yeah. see... That's why you're not gonna you're not gonna hear 
uh, Kate Smith anymore on the radio. And on, uh, you're not going to hear <laughs> Carpenters for that matter. Uh, uh, and yeah. you're not going to hear Ella Fitzgerald. I think it's I think it's just great. I mean, I love that kind of music, but you're not going to hear it. I mean, that's a fact of life. I and mean, it's, it's it's I don't know how to say it any other way. I mean, they're playing songs that are very familiar, they're very recognizable. And unless they well, have a wide enough playlist... It's remember what be, George Carlin said, we have the old tunes, the blue tunes, but we never play it. You know, that's <laughs> the idea, exactly. you know? I mean, well, the only 70s thing I were 45 years ago, too, if you yeah, were in the 70s. Right, and the other thing I was going to... That was 45 years ago. That's right. And yeah. the other thing I was going to say is they play very safe, very, very interesting music, but if that playlist is very narrow, it's going to get boring very quickly. However, Absolutely. people, they, they, they don't really care if you listen for 24 hours a day. They want to have, they, they're, they're look, they know that people are going to tune out after about 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes of, of listening. Yep. They already know. That's yep. already been factored into the, to their listening. They already know. That's the, so they're looking at the cue that this radio station is going to give. I mean, that is so true because, like, if, I, if I'm working on the air, and I, I mean, I'll get a call an hour after I play the song, and they say, you never play this song. Well... They just right in an hour ago. Where were you? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Karen, you had your hand raised. Go ahead. Yes. And no, you don't have to make me dinner, I promise. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> okay. Uh, has any of you heard the Sunny Radio uh, that iHeartRadio has? We actually featured uh, them on the podcast a few years ago, a number of years ago. Oh, Okay. That's, that is a neat station. It's one of my favorites on my Victor Reader. And, is it sort uh, of a really soft rock uh, station, Karen, or what? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. In fact, on its ID jingle, it says on it, easy listening. <laughs> um, yeah. That, and that's what did they go and, back? Is it basically the same as the breeze, or do they go back a little further? Um, but basically, it's 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah, okay. The only thing I would say and is... they have a good variety. And when I think yeah. of Easy Listening, I think of the radio station I worked at in Smithtown where we had reels of tape, because now it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but you know what I mean, Bernie. We had reels of tape, and each, each segment was about 15 minutes long. And if you ran the Schilke format, they were pre-programmed 15-minute segments. Um, and they had a very scientific way of doing things. And there was only one vocal during that 15-minute set, and it was always the second song in that set. Um... And stations that ran that format, WPATFM in New York, WCTO in Long Island, WFAS out of White Plains, uh, the one in Boston on uh, 96.9. WJIB, uh, WJIB yeah. ran that format. Um, uh, WLYF, is it LYF in Miami, Florida? WL, yeah, that, right. The one in it Florida. Was. They ran it that was. format. They, the, all these stations were, did very, very well. But even Schulke had to modify the format as the musical tastes of people changed and as the ease listening format was dying and they knew that they could they only had older listeners and they had to sell younger so it is an interesting well, idea and and one and I, one day one day burning here's this here's what i think you'll see a consultant say i have a new idea let's go back and have an easy listening station on the air with all the old instrumentals because a consultant can do that and stations will also no will actually, it'll I, never happen no i i no. know i'm just kidding around there but you know what i mean Bernie. go ahead but here, here's the thing i and and i i'm sure you know, Bill and I wondered this. Why is nobody in Indianapolis doing something like The Breeze? But after hearing that station, I just don't think it would work here. I think they would need to modify it somehow to make it more exciting or something uh, to make it work here. 
I, I, I don't know how well it's going to work here in Albany either. People, people are very familiar with their radio stations, and now they, they, they took the, the WQBK and moved it to 105.7 for a slightly better signal. However, it, you know, pe- people here in the Capital District, it takes time for them to get used to new things. I mean, if today you put Jack FM on in the Capital District, it probably would do okay. But but the Capital District would say, oh, that's a new format. It's the greatest thing since white bread when it's been around for 20 years. That That's what yeah. it's like. Yeah. So what I was going to say, Bill, maybe we should play wqbk or that this this was the breeze of the same frequency but in the previous incarnation where the all-night announcer was allowed to put personality into the show well i'm only gonna say is you're gonna be entertained with this one here you go so sit back and take your beverage of choice because it takes what 15 minutes here jeff yeah it's about 15 minutes so all i'm gonna say is good luck at one time, radio stations had announcers that were local and live 24 hours a day. For the most part, that concept is long gone. If you listen to many radio stations, nights, overnights, and weekends are automated, and voice tracking is quite predominant on many of these radio stations. This week, we're traveling to Albany, New York, and we're going to listen to WQBK-FM. When I arrived at Albany in 1980, the station was well into its album rock era and was a pretty good-sounding radio station. The radio announcer we're going to listen to is Mike Hotelling. He does all nights at the radio station, and listen to how he involves his listeners as he's doing his all-night show. So without further ado, let's listen to WQBK-FM from 1994 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Well, hello. Hi, Mike Hotel and hanging out with you here. We are continuing this Friday night party, doing it by your request, 476-1039, as we hang out and wait for the big snowstorm from big snowstorm from hell that's supposed to hit us tonight. This is Oasis, it's Wonderwall, and it's on the edge. Rock Alternative with uh, uh, Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Yeah, with Mike in the middle of the nonstop. We're taking care of the RPI gang up there on the hill in Troy. They called to hear the mighty KC on The Edge. Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. And I'm Mike, and we're congratulating Allison Brennan. She's a SUNY student uh, taking psych over at uh, SUNY Albany. Well, she was my 10th caller through. She heard our Edge flight announcement, and now she's in the running to go see Rusted Root New Year's Eve on our Tripping Thursday trip of the week. And uh, Allison uh, mentioned that she's a psych student. She said, hey, Mike, you're a healthy nut. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. And I'm Mike Hotelling, and that's Self with Canon from the disc Subliminal Plastic Motives. Yeah, okay. Now, if you got a restaurant that serves wings, and you, you really think they're the best around, well, The Edge invites you to put them to the test at The Edge's ninth annual Wing Fest for Easter Seals. You're going to have a chance to uh, let the people in the capital area decide if your wings are really as good as you say they are. Now, the winning uh, restaurant or establishment gets to take home the Wing Fest trophy, and of course, all them bragging rights that go with it for the whole year. Now, for more information on how to get your establishment in the ninth annual Wing Fest, call the Easter Seals Wing Fest hotline. Get a pen, get a paper. It's uh, get a piece of paper anyway. It's one eight hundred seven two seven eighty seven eighty five. The ninth annual Wing Fest is coming this February, so call one eight hundred seven two seven eighty seven eighty five and keep listening to the Edge for more details. 
WQBJ, Copal Skills Connected East Saratoga, WQBK, Winsler, Albany, Troy. Turn on the radio, good and loud. The Edge. Howdy, The Edge. Hi, are you taking a request? They sure am. Can you play Glycerine? Bush. Uh, Bush. Yeah. Okay, we'll get it on for you. Where are you calling from? Uh, Chatham, New York. Alrighty. All right, if you're listening to Bush, you're on The Edge. Rock Alternative, The Edge, with Mike hanging out with you all night long. Doing a great one from Smashing Pumpkins. This is 1979, and it's on Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, with Mike hanging out with you here. Doing it by request, 476-1039. And I got a call from my friends out in Utica. And the snow is hitting them, which means it's heading our way. Well, when doesn't it snow in Utica? They only they only have two seasons out there. They have winter and August. But we're supposed to get four to seven inches tonight. So, so just hang out, stay warm, and keep it on the edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, with Mike Hotel, and we are uh, saying, hey, congrats to uh, Joseph Jody Keith from Albany. Yeah, she was uh, she was my 10th caller through. She heard our Edge uh, flight announcement, and now she's in the running for our Tripping Thursday Trip of the Week. It's Rusted Root in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, New Year's Eve. Keep in mind, you got to be 18 or older to qualify and win this trip. With Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Hey, The Edge. Can I put in a request for a song? Well, you certainly can. That's what I'm here for. Cool. Why, why do you think I'm staying up here? Partying all night fun. long. In, yeah. in, in the big snowstorm from hell. That must be it. Oh, well, what, what can I do for you? Uh, can I hear Presidents of the United States? Uh, let's see. You want to hear some Presidents of the United States, eh? I'll see what I can do. Okay, that's great. Yeah, Thanks. Bye. Love sat alone in a rocky Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, where every now and then the DJ gets to play his favorite song. And this be mine. It's Green Day. It's Brain Stew. And it's On The Edge. Hell, someday you can go to court like she did. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. Got a call from the uh, gang up at Siena College in Latham. Or, no, actually, that's in Loudonville. Anyway, they're up there pounding the beers, and they said, Hey, Mike, we don't care. Just play something loud for us. All right, how about this one? L7. Let's pretend we're dead. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, from Brixer Heavy L7. Pretend we're dead for Sienna. And uh, I'm Mike Hotailing, hanging out with you here right straight through until uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Mike Marathon here. Anyway, uh, 476-1039, that is the number to reach me here if you're uh, in uh, southern Vermont, western Massachusetts, central New York. Well, that would be area code 518. 518- 476-1039. Also, if for some silly, stupid reason you have to happen to be next to a fax machine, you can fax in a request here. And that number is 4620784. The fax number again, 4620784. Every now and then I get a bizarre fax at like 4 o'clock in the morning. So uh, so you can do that too. And also, uh, you know, for the finest ski report available, hey, we got the Edge Dinny Moore Beef Stew 
ski watch, ski phone. Another important phone number to jot down, 462-0555. That's 24 hours a day for the Ski Report Ski Magazine recognizes as the only major ski reporting service not paid for by the ski areas. For the best snow and the most fun this winter, call the Dinty Moore Edge uh, Ski Watch Ski Phone. Right, that's 462-0555. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station, and I'm Mike Hotelling. I'm hanging out with you here all night long, doing it by request as always, 476-1039. And you got to do yourself a favor, you know who cares if it's quarter after two in the morning? We're going to turn this one up really loud. This is a great new song from Space Hog. This is In the Meantime, and it's On the Edge. All of these rock alternative, The Edge, playing the new music first. This is Letters to Cleo, On the Edge. Yo, The Edge. This is Mike. Mike? Yeah. Hi, it's Lisa. Hi, Lisa, baby. How are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing just Do you remember me? Oh, I always remember all my listeners. No, you don't know. Remember, I'm the one that called with Aaron. Remember Lisa and Aaron? Lisa and Aaron. Oh, of course I remember. From Latham? Oh, sure. Right. Okay, what can I do for you? Mike? Yes? Can you play Closer by Nine Inch Nails? I can dig that up for you, honey. Are you sure? I'm sure. When? Uh, As soon as I can. Yo, Mike, you know what else? What? Um, I went to the mall, and uh, I was with Aaron, and we were looking for you because the edge was at Crossgates, and you weren't there. Well, that's because, you know, I work so many shifts here on the weekend on, on the air that sometimes I got to, like, sleep. Uh, well, can you put closer on next? I'll try and get to it soon, then, okay? Checking, we're checking here. Yeah. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. I'm Mike Hotailing, and we're saying, hey, uh, congrats there to Mike Littner of Albany. Yeah, you heard our Edge flight announcement. Ran to his phone, was the 10th caller through, and now he's qualified to go see Rusted Root in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. New Year's Eve. That's our tripping Thursday trip of the week with Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Rock Alternative. The Edge. Yeah, Burning Rubber. It's Mr. Moringa from When Nature Calls, the soundtrack. And uh, I'm Mike Hotelling. That wraps up, oh, I don't know, 15 in a row or whatever we did there. And uh, 476-1039 is the number to reach me here. I want to say hi to the gang out there. Williams College in Williamstown, Massachusetts. Thanks for the call. We got something coming your way. Also, I mentioned earlier our fax number here. For some bizarre reason, you happen to be near a fax machine. You can fax in a request. Four seven or No, make that 462-0784. And as a matter of fact, the gang over at uh, the Albany uh, Medical Center Lab. Uh, I've talked to these guys before. I know who they are. They, they sent me a fax that is sure to keep me awake uh, the rest of the morning here. It says, uh, hi, Mike. Thought maybe if I send a picture to, uh, of myself to you, you might play a request for me. Thanks. You're a doll. And on the fax here, there's this picture of this, like, really gorgeous blonde chick, and she's naked, totally nude. 
I mean, obviously, they, they got, got it out of, like, Penthouse Magazine or whatever. But I, I will say, guys, I know who you are. And, uh, you know, if, if what you're doing over there at the Medical Center Lab is working on this special drug to, uh, you know, sex change type drug, and this is what you guys really turned out to look like, then uh, patent the damn thing, will you? Okay. You know, but this this is going to go up on the facts wall of fame here in the Edge studio. And uh, anytime I feel like I'm going to nod off or something, I'll just uh, take a look at this because, uh, man, what a good looking chick. But anyway, thank you for the call. Uh, thank you for the calls, actually. 476-1039. Uh, we got another 10 in a row on the way. Going to kick it off with some live for you to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Reload Galvin. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge with Mike and Hootie and them dare blowfish on The Edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, where we're first with the new music. It's just about a girl. It's no doubt on The Edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. And I'm Mike O'Tailing, and we're saying congratulations here to Anthony Smita of St. Johnsville, way out there towards Utica. He was a 10th caller through, and now he's in the running to go see Rusted Root in Pittsburgh. It's our Tripping Thursday Trip of the Week with Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge. Hey, who's this? It's Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, good. What's up with you? Uh, this is Clemmy, man. I, I got to ask you a question. Shoot. Can you play Rancid? Yeah. Thanks, man. We'll get to it soon, dude. You're great. All right. All right, bye. The Edge. Yeah, can you guys play uh, I Got It Pearl Jam? Oh, yeah, that's a great song. We got that uh, We got that coming up. That's off the new, uh, the new, uh, the new EP, team. yeah. The American Ball. Yeah. All right, we'll get to it. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, with Mike hanging out here. Until about, to oh, say, 10 o'clock this morning. 476-1039 is the number. And from the Tiger Lily disc, this is former 10,000 Maniac. Natalie Merchant, this is Wonder, and it's on the edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, taking care of that late night gang over there at Union College in Schenectady. Wanted to hear some Candlebox. This is off Lucy on the edge. Albany's Rock Alternative, The Edge, your $1,000 a day station. And I'm Mike, and make sure you listen weekdays for your chance to win $1,000 a day. It's right during the uh, Stern Show. Bizarro Jeff is going to announce the band of the day. When you hear a double-edged set by that band of the day later in the day, be the chance caller through, and you'll win that really big, like... Like a thousand bucks with the edge. Albany's rock alternative, the edge. Kurt at his very finest. Smells like teen spirit. It's Nirvana. And I'm like hoteling. And if you've got a restaurant that serves wings and you think they're the best around, or say you know they're the best around, you know, you've got that confidence. Well, uh, the edge invites you to put them to the test at our ninth annual wing fest for Easter seals. And you're going to have a chance to uh, let the people in Capital Land decide if your wings are really the best in town. And a winning restaurant gets to take home the wing fest trophy and, of course, all the bragging rights that go with it for the whole year. For more information on how to get your establishment, 
segment in the ninth annual Wing Fest. You can call the Easter Seals Wing Fest hotline. That number is 1-800-727-8785. It's the ninth annual Wing Fest coming in February. So call 1-800-727-8785. And keep listening for uh, for more information, for more details here at The Edge. You're going to be a rock <laughs> Alternative The Edge with the band that we're going to uh, send you to go see in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Rusted Root. It's our tripping Thursday trip of the week. Got to listen for the flight announcement. Albany's Rock Alternative The Edge. Albany's Rock Alternative The Edge with Mike Hotelling. And, uh, and we got Earth Speak on the way. And, uh, and this morning we're going to have a little fun. Yeah, uh, we got a, a broadcast television Albany legend on the show this morning. Yes, Commander Ralph Vardigan will be joining us. That'll be on the way, but right now it's the pretenders from learning to crawl my city was gone on the edge it's the radio station that niagara mohawk hates 103.5 and 103.9 the edge well there you go 103.9 wqbk fm the edge in its album rock era i really think this radio station sounds pretty good and i really enjoyed how mike hotelling the radio announcer put lots of personality into the format now if you have any comments concerning this part of the show why don't let me know about it by email or by voicemail for all things radio live i'm jeff bennett hey i can finally talk here no there we go guys well there you go uh I guess, I'm just uh, waiting for them to give a website at the end of that uh, Wingfest <laughs> promo. I can't expecting to hear. Yeah, go to w uh, 1039theedge.com and you can. Uh, you know, well, this was 1994, and the internet wasn't really yeah. big then. Um, no, right. it wasn't. It wasn't. It's just you know I'm so used to hearing that that. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, the, one the, the one I like was actually. And you Lisa. also and you also wouldn't hear. You also would hear an overnight guy nowadays on the air. No, that's what that's no, what I said wouldn't. at the beginning of the of the intro. Right, right. I said I yeah. said it was, and the guy a guy you know it was funny because a guy I went to college with worked at that radio station at one point as well. So it was just, yeah. I mean it was one of those stations that that was the first it was the first album rock station in Albany uh, back in the 1970s yeah. uh, in the early 1970s, uh, and it was locally owned and not I don't believe it was locally owned when they had it back in '94. But it was still, you know, they were still doing stuff, and that's what I—that's what I enjoyed, because that all-night guy also had to work the AM, which was a talk station, so he had to work both radio stations. So I'm not—I don't know how he accomplished both of that, both of those chores, but he had to do both stations because they. Yeah, they, they, I, they I, that Lisa was going to be crushed. I, I, she was the star of the I'm show. I'm telling you, she was. Uh, she she had had a few, and she wasn't going to take no for an answer. He was going to remember her. With the girl yeah. that called and whatever, and it's like, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, whatever. I think yeah. she was younger than you think. I think she was about 13 years old. She didn't sound very old. probably was, but I think she's gotten into the dad's beer. Sounded like. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie, does that remind I've you of calls you took calls. when you were an announcer with, from, the, from the, the groupie listeners and the crazy people on the phones? At I, all? I've had so, so many groupies, and the thing, some of them turned into friends. Well, that's good. true. That that is true. I mean, even to this very day, you know, they're still friends. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I just thought that was an interesting station, and that's why I put it on because I. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. I enjoy hearing. And definitely contrast the format with the two, two stations on the one and three nine. Yeah, definitely a contrast. Okay, Jeff. Jeff how long did that station last? Uh, up until about um, about a month. Hey, enough with the touch tones. We we get the message, okay? Enough touch tones. All right. How long does the station last? 
they've been around. They have been around. They they dropped the progressive rock format or the album rock format uh, about a about a month ago. Ah, uh-huh. no. Wow. I wish him luck. <laughs> okay, Karen, did you have a question? No. Okay. Somebody's blowing into the phone. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's pretty annoying. <laughs> they might be asleep. No, yeah, they might be. Buddy, you had a question? Go ahead, buddy. Uh, do you remember your first job in radio? I do. And do you remember when you first, when you first started listening to album rock? I uh, listened to WKNC in Raleigh, and uh, I went from Kicks, which was top 40, to album rock. And then you got to work on one, and uh, you, you talked to Calvin on WROQ. That was my first album rock. So the first station I worked on was, was KOTR. Then I worked at WWIT in Kansas. I, I have a question. Um, you know, the song Chances Are by... Johnny Mantis was yeah. on. Um, I've heard that on uh, recently on a few stations. It sounds pretty good MP3, but do you remember how it sounded used years ago on a Scully tape deck at 30 or 15 inches per second on real to real? You just can't get that sound like real to real tape like Easy Listing had. I used to work for WLS for a while. Um, a friend of mine took me to, uh, it was the engineer, Terry Beeler, when I got my ham ticket in 1980, um, to, to showed me the station, and everything was on reel-to-reel. I had a computer to, to do wow. that, uh, which had a subaudible tone, and everything was on reel-to-reel. And it was so clear, uh, 30 inches per second uh, beats MP3 ended up because the MP3 is compressed. But do you remember, uh, you, uh, you can't find that song as good as, it, it doesn't sound as good as it did on the reel-to-reel. Oh, I don't know about that. I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily agree with you on that. I think, if, yes, if you have the right digital and the right sampling, it can sound as good. But I'm not going to argue the point. But I mean, because I, I, I mean, reel-to-reel had hiss. It had inherent problems. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I mean I mean, that, depending on how well the heads were aligned, I mean, what can I say? Bill, we're going to be running a little late here. Tim's going to be upset with us. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, we got a few callers, and we might as well get him out of the way. And everybody's doing well. Uh, is it Ellen? Do you have a question? Yeah, actually, um, I was just going to say that that girl, <laughs> you know, I think she was flirting with the guy. That's what it sounded like. Really? I think I think so, Ellen. Really? I, I got it. Pretty obvious. I think I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. And and I think as yeah, I said, I think I, she'd been into dad's beer a little bit. You know, in the middle of the night, nobody was home. Big snowstorm, yeah. having a party. And he had a choice uh-huh. whether or not to play that call on the air. He chose to play it. Yeah, I mean right. I, and, yeah. and and you realize, Bernie, that he that he kept saying, Yeah, we'll try to get to it. He had no intention of playing any of those requests because they weren't on necessar- exactly. they weren't necessarily on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. I mean, some of some I'll of them, try to find it. Yeah, I'll try to find it. Yeah. Some of them would definitely <laughs> be played because because that was part of the format. But obviously, you knew when he said, "Well, we'll try to get to it as soon as we can." That it's not going to be played. Uh uh-uh, uh not going to happen. Ain't going to happen. I, That's, no. That was his way of saying, oh, "I'll get to it when I get a rut." Get around to it. I actually, right, yeah, right. I actually remember this guy when he worked in Utica at WRCK FM on 107.3. Uh, so I, I, that does bring back some memories for me as well because I spent time in central New York before I moved to, all, to Albany, New York. So, 
So another. That sounded like he had a lot of personality. I mean, how do you make it fun when you're doing an all-night show like that? It's a it's a radio station. You're the only one there. You have to run the AM as well, but that was automated pretty much with uh, satellite delivered talk at night. So that wasn't too bad. But you got to keep things all together, and that's a lot of work. It really is. And and, and and as you heard, he had a 10-hour shift. He started at midnight, and, and it ran till 10 in the morning. So that's a long shift for radio. I wonder if that was because somebody wasn't going to be able to make it in for the snowstorm. No, the, the station didn't have a big budget. I mean, and when you worked okay. the weekends and you worked the all-night shift, that was your shift. You worked, wow. the, you worked the FM, and you also had to run the programming that would have been on the AM. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's the way well, it was Well, there was done. this gentleman who worked weekends at the station KTLO in Mountain Home, Arkansas. And he would work Saturdays. He would work 5 a.m. to midnight. Wow. Well, wow. there was a BIC in Long Island on 540, and there was a radio announcer on Sundays. He, because it was a daytime station in, in the middle of the winter, they wouldn't sign up until after, after 7 o'clock. And he, and he wow. ran the station from 7 o'clock in the morning or so till 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon when they signed off. It was one announcer right. all day. So that was not unusual. I did that. Bernie did that. Yeah. I hear you. I, I did that in Muncie, Indiana. So yeah, it can be done. Yeah. Bill, I'm going to turn over to you. I'm going to turn it over to you because it's. We uh, got one more question from someone. Let's see. It's Mike in Miami. Do you have a question? Uh no. Okay. No, there's no more hands raised. All though. right, good. We're we're good to go. We're going to do something a little bit different now to close out the show. We're going to go back and do the history of Pal Crosley and the. 500,000 watts of WLW. You hear them? So, hopefully you enjoy this. Thanks, everyone, for calling in. And and we're going to do a spot first. we got to pause for the cause. Then we'll be back with this great feature from WLW. You're, you're going to hear some history. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. 
I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Although the WLW 500,000-watt transmitter officially went on the air in 1934, we must begin some years earlier with a bit of background on the man behind this project and the events leading up to its inception. Powell Crosley, Jr. was born in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1886 and grew up in the College Hill area of the city. In 1921, he became interested in radio when the first broadcasting stations went on the air. His son wanted a radio receiving set so he could listen to this wonderful new invention. When Mr. Crosley took him to the neighborhood radio store to buy one, he found out that the cost of a commercial receiver was $130, a lot of money at that time. So instead, he bought a book on how to build a receiver. When he and his son built a crystal set and began listening to the few stations then on the air, he was dismayed at the irregularity of broadcasts and the poor quality of programs available. In addition to the presently available radio receivers being too expensive, he was acutely aware that there were too few broadcast stations which could be received reliably in the Cincinnati area. And so began Mr. Crosley's pioneering career in radio broadcasting, which gave birth to many innovative concepts, both in engineering and programming. In the spring of 1921, he began his broadcasting experiments. In July of that year, he was granted an experimental license for this transmitter with call letters 8CR to operate with 20 watts. Shortly thereafter, he received permission to increase his power to 50 watts. His first broadcast was from the living room of his home, located at the corner of Davy and Larch Avenues in College Hill. He played a phonograph recording of one of his favorite selections, Song of India, several times and requested that anyone hearing the program send him a postcard. He received several responses, including one from a man living on the east side of Cincinnati and one from Troy, Ohio. This was all the encouragement he needed. He began to envision a nation dotted with powerful broadcasting stations through which, at all times of the day and night, by the twist of a dial, people could bring into their homes a variety of entertainment, musical, and informational programs. Mr. Crosley continued his experimental broadcasts and a few months later moved the transmitter to his family's phonograph cabinet manufacturing plant on Blue Rock Road near Knowlton's Corner in Cincinnati. In March of 1922, he received authorization to increase power from 50 to 500 watts. This is part of the license granting the use of 500 watts along with the assignment of the call letters WLW. The station shared two operating frequencies, 833 kHz and 619 kHz. The higher frequency was to be used for entertainment programs, and the lower frequency was for weather and farm information. 
1923, he consolidated his broadcasting activities into a new company, the Crosley Radio Corporation. As the broadcasting business grew, it was moved to Alfred Street. Mr. Crosley is shown at the Alfred Street transmitter. In January of 1925, he was granted another tenfold power increase to 5,000 watts. This required the transmitter to be moved to a more rural location in Harrison, Ohio, 22 miles west of Cincinnati. He purchased a farm, installed the transmitter in the farmhouse, and erected an antenna on the site. This transmitter site was unique. It was the first time a transmitter was remotely located from its studio facility. Two and a half years later, on July 1st, 1927, he was granted the use of the 700 kilohertz frequency. Then, on May 25th, 1928, the Federal Radio Commission, predecessor of the Federal Communications Commission, granted WLW authority to construct a 50,000-watt transmitter. Five months later, the first commercial 50,000-watt transmitter placed in service in this country a Western Electric Model 7A, was installed at Mason, Ohio. It was co-located with the WSAI transmitter, the station which Mr. Crosley had recently purchased from the United States Playing Card Company. This is the 50,000-watt transmitter. Its serial number is 105. As transmitter technology advanced, receivers were keeping pace. Even before he began his broadcast experiments, Mr. Crosley had seen the need for lower-cost radio receivers. This is one of the early crystal sets. In late 1921, he purchased the Precision Equipment Company and began designing and producing economical radio receiving sets. This one-tube receiver, named the Crosley Pup, was one of the most popular receivers, which sold for under $20. He relied heavily on the technical expertise of his chief engineer, Dorman Israel. This typical production line at the Crosley plant incorporated the mass production techniques developed by Henry Ford. Mr. Crosley's business philosophy was to market the lowest-priced radios possible, so they could be affordable to families with modest incomes. This is how he was able to develop a radio and market it for under $20. When he started production, he employed mostly male workers. He soon converted the production line to female workers because of their better manual dexterity. By the spring of 1922, he was producing 500 radios a day in the largest radio manufacturing plant in the world. It was in this Crosley development lab that the radios were designed and tested. The engineer in the lower right corner is E.J.H. Bazard, who worked closely with Dorman Israel. Typically, families eagerly gathered around those early receivers. To improve the performance of these low-cost receivers, Mr. Crosley recognized the need for even higher power transmitters. In the early 1930s, he began dreaming of another tenfold increase in transmitter power to 500,000 watts. A construction permit was issued, and work began. The official license to operate on 700 kilohertz with a power of 500,000 watts was granted on February 9, 1934. 
He contracted with RCA to serve as prime contractor for the design and construction. RCA subcontracted much of the work to General Electric and Westinghouse. General Electric was responsible for the design and construction of the radio frequency amplifiers, DC power supplies, high voltage rectifiers, harmonic filters, RF transmission line, antenna tuning equipment, control systems, and control console. GE engineers assigned to the project were Edward A. Leach, George W. Filer, and Ray H. Williamson. Westinghouse was responsible for the audio frequency amplifiers, modulators, modulation transformers, filament supplies, isolation switching, motor generators for circuit controls and bias, water cooling pumps, heat exchangers, and the entire cooling system. Westinghouse engineers assigned to the project were John A. Hutchison and Gerald V. Bate. RCA, as prime contractor, was responsible for coordination with all the subcontractors and, as you see, put their name on the nameplate. The design and construction began in January 1933, and components were shipped to the Mason, Ohio site in August of 1933. During this time, the Blaw Knox Company in Pittsburgh designed and began erection of the 831-foot cantilever guide vertical tower. By December 1933, the amplifiers were installed, and testing was conducted during the experimental period between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. This is the front of the transmitter during the latter phase of construction. The entire unit is 54 feet 7 inches wide, 13 feet 2 inches high, and 17 feet deep. The three sets of doors on the left are the three power amplifier cubicles. The next two are modulator cubicles, and the one on the extreme right is the rectifier. In the back of the transmitter, pairs of metal-lined doors provide access to the rear of each of the six cubicles. The door to the rear of power amplifier number one provides access to the spiral coupling coil, the variable plate tank coil, and the fixed plate tank capacitor. Note the Faraday shield and the one-inch aluminum pipe construction of the plate tank capacitor. Power amplifiers number two and number three are of identical construction. Behind the rectifier cubicle, the relays for the control circuits are panel-mounted. At this point, it should be made clear that the 500,000-watt transmitter utilized the 50,000-watt transmitter as the radio frequency driver for the three power amplifiers. In the foreground is the control console, and to the left, the 50,000-watt transmitter. The cubicles to the right house the 3,000-volt bias rectifier. The radio frequency section was comprised of three separate power amplifier units with switching capability of isolating one or more of the amplifiers. Each power amplifier used four Type 862 triodes rated at 100,000 watts plate dissipation. They operated in a push-pull parallel Class C mode. The output coupling coils of each unit were in series. The three power amplifiers were high-level plate modulated by two modulators, each containing four Type 862 triodes in a push-pull parallel Class B mode. 
The two modulators were driven by the modulator in the 50,000 watt transmitter. The complete transmitter utilized 22 Type 862 tubes, two in the RF driver, 12 in the power amplifiers, and eight in the modulators. The high voltage rectifier was three-phase full wave, incorporating six Type 870A mercury arc tubes rated at 60 amperes each. Note the size of the DC generators. They supplied the 4,000 amperes required to light the filaments of the 862 tubes. In 1935, the 862 tubes with their antiquated DC filaments were replaced with 898A triodes with three-phase six-wire filaments. These tubes were rated at 90 amperes emission with an amplification factor of 45. Their filaments were multi-strands of pure tungsten and could function on DC, single-phase, three-phase, or six-phase. They required 28.6 volts phase-to-phase -phase and drew 140 amperes, which totaled nearly 7,000 watts of filament power for each tube, or 150,000 watts for all 22 tubes. The AC filaments of each 898 required three single-phase high-reactance transformers with 240-volt primary and 16.5-volt 140-ampere secondary. The transformers were designed with high reactants to limit the startup current to 200 amperes with cold filaments. Each transformer was 13 inches high, 10 inches wide, 8 inches deep, and weighed over 150 pounds. The secondaries were wound with copper conductor 3 quarter inches wide and 1 quarter inch thick. Sixty of the transformers were mounted on a structural bridge in the basement to minimize the lead length to the tubes directly overhead on the main floor. The sixty filament transformers weighed almost five tons. The tubes generated a tremendous amount of heat, which required a sophisticated cooling system. Distilled water was pumped around the anode at 20 gallons per minute plus 15 cubic feet per minute of air blast on the filament and grid seals. This totaled 70,000 watts of plate and filament dissipation per tube. The 22 tubes, with 20 gallons per minute of pure distilled water flow, required two 50-horsepower pumps capable of pumping 440 gallons per minute. A plumbing network consisting of 50 feet of one and a half inch Pyrex pipe was connected to the inlet and outlet of each anode water jacket to isolate the 15,000 volts. This totaled nearly one half mile of Pyrex pipe. The heated, distilled water was pumped through two Westinghouse boiler type heat exchangers, which in turn were cooled with 1,500 gallons per minute of raw water. High-temperature water stills operated continuously to maintain the quality and quantity of the distilled water. The raw water was pumped into a 70-by-70-foot 70 70 spray pond to dissipate the heat and was recirculated back to the heat exchangers. Notice the 16 spray nozzles. The glass 870 rectifier tubes were replaced with metal 870A tubes for better cooling and longer life. These were rated at 15,000 volts and 60 amperes. Their filaments were single phase, 5 volts at 65 amperes. Frequently, these tubes would arc back. 
The best estimate of the peak inverse surge current during the arcing was 4,000 amperes. These arcbacks would be felt over the entire electric power network. Primary power was supplied to the transmitter site by two separate 32,000 volt circuits, one from the east and one from the west, to assure uninterrupted service. This substation transformed the voltage to 2300 volts, which was fed underground to the transmitter building. Three power transformers of 430 kVA were controlled by large breakers, so their primaries could be connected in a Y formation for startup and a delta formation for full power. The filter reactor was a quarter Henry at 125 amperes. It weighed 3,190 pounds and was cooled with 160 gallons of oil. The modulation reactor was 4.5 Henry's at 60 amperes. It weighed 9,500 pounds and was cooled with 525 gallons of oil. Two modulation transformers were required. Each unit was rated at 180 kVA from 30 to 10,000 hertz. The primaries were push-pull, 6,365 volts each side. The secondary is 4,250 volts. The two in series developed the 8,500 volts RMS necessary to modulate the radio frequency amplifiers up to 100%. Each modulation transformer was 8 feet high, 6 feet wide, and 5 feet deep, weighed 35,700 pounds, and was cooled with 725 gallons of oil. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.